Hello, welcome to the midweek edition of Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's March 20th, 2018. I'm Michael, and with me is Shannon. Hi. So how was the box office? Coming in first place, Black Panther once again topped the box office for the fifth week in a row with $27 million, with its total domestic gross now over $600 million, meaning it's less than $18 million shy of beating The Avengers as the highest grossing superhero movie of all time. Wow. Well, it'll get that. Yeah, easily. Wow, that's really impressive. So it beat Tomb Raider in its first weekend which only came in at $23 million with a budget of 94 So that must be slightly disappointing. I think it said that that's about expectations oh, okay. for the movie. I saw that it came in. It's the sixth largest opening for a video game adaptation with the original Tomb Raider starring Angelina Jolie still holding the record for the top. It made like $47 million in 2001 Mm -hmm. which means she had a lot of star power yeah and tomb raiders not as popular as it was 20 years ago yeah that too right i remember that game being really popular then even though i never played it and coming in third place a surprising 17 million for i can only imagine this is the one based on a song right yep and its budget was seven million so do you think people thought it was uh, imagined by John Lennon? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I mean, can't. I just I don't understand how I don't know that. I don't know. Seventeen million. I don't know that band, but it must have either that song or that band must have a big following. I guess I don't know. Oh my god, it's really surprising. Yep. And a wrinkle in time dropped down to fourth place with sixteen million. Not right. No total gross of sixty million, and it's second week and in fifth place love simon with almost 12 million uh off a budget of 17 million so that was its opening weekend that's its opening weekend that's pretty good ding ding here comes the news train variety reports danny boyle has confirmed that he's working on the next james bond movie we are working on a script right now he said when asked if he's directing the next film in the franchise And it all depends on that, really. I'm working on a Richard Curtis script at the moment. We hope to start shooting that in six or seven weeks. Then Bond would be right at the end of the year. We are working on them both right now. So he's working on two scripts, but um, one of them for James Bond. There were rumors that he was going to possibly direct the next James Bond, and it looks like it's probably going to be that way, unless they have some trouble with the script. He's an interesting choice. Yep. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, I don't really care anything about James Bond. No, neither do I. But if it's directed by Danny Boyle, I almost maybe want to see it. Okay, we'll see what happens. A Clarissa Explains It All reboot is reportedly in the works at Nickelodeon. Melissa Joan Hart is in talks to reprise her role as Clarissa Darling, the character she portrayed for five seasons from 1991 to 1994 on the hit Nickelodeon series. Series creator Mitchell Kriegman is also in talks to return to write and executive produce. Hart will also executive produce via her Heartbreak film spanner, which she runs with her mother, TV producer Paula Hart. In 2015, Mitchell Kriegman, the show's creator, released the novel Things I Can't Explain, 
which serves as a sequel to the series, with Clarissa in her late 20s trying to navigate life as an adult. Well, Melissa Joan Hart's a, a bit older than that, isn't she? She so is. She's not, so it's not going to be like directly off of this So novel. that's what I was wondering. I, I don't know if it's going to ignore the novel or if it'll still um, you know, reference things that happened in the novel. But it also said that she's playing the mom in this series. So... Uh, doesn't sound like she was a mother in that novel mm-hmm. at that point. So we'll see. Will will her child really be the center of it? or I don't know. Probably. Or maybe it'll be half and half. Hmm. I guess we'll have to see. I mean, it's still really early. Did you ever watch the show? No, I've never oh, okay. seen a single episode. That's weird. So well, It was on Nickelodeon, right? It was. I didn't have cable as a child. Oh, all right. So... I looked up the other main characters in the series, and it looks like she by far is the one who has continued to work the most, followed maybe by the father. Her brother in the show I don't think has acted since that show. He's now like a programmer for HBO. The mother hasn't really done too much, and her best friend also has barely been in anything. So I don't know if any of those other characters will appear as regulars or even just have... uh, cameos or maybe they'll be recast i don't know a lot remains to be seen but i know our faithful reader chris culpy culp uh was interested in this so we'll have to see what happens with the series yeah we'll keep an eye on it uh according to the hollywood reporter dewanda wise has had to drop out of the upcoming captain marvel movie due to scheduling conflicts with the second season of spike lee's she's gotta have it lashana lynch is in final negotiations to replace her so it's unfortunate she's gonna be leaving the movie and replaced by lashana lynch who really hasn't done much two movies i've never seen them she's a british actress i guess she's fairly new to acting that's got to be. That's got to start shooting soon. I'm kind of surprised they haven't started. Is it coming out in 2019? Uh, I guess that. I, I guess that's still so. some time. Yep. Deadline reports that Ava DuVernay is in negotiations to direct a screen adaptation of *The New Gods*, a DC comic book series created by Jack Kirby in the 70s. Uh, I don't know too much about *The New Gods*, except I believe this is where the villain Darkseid made his first appearance. And that's a villain who's appeared, I think, as a villain in other, like, Superman and Batman and things like that. I believe they had some sort of version of him in the last season of Smallville. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know anything about this, but I thought that it was cool that even though A Wrinkle in Time is not doing so well at the box office, the director, Ava DuVarnay, is being given another movie which is going to be another big budget this is also going to be over 100 million budget most likely right it's good that it's not uh affecting her career yet right yeah no although we also don't know it seems like you know people still saw good direction in the movie regardless of i don't know that they didn't think it performed as well as it should have yeah because the only other thing she's done is selma yeah which was not as big a budget no no much smaller budget netflix announced a four-part documentary series called bobby kennedy for president it will be released globally on the streaming platform on april 27th it will feature rare and never before seen archival footage along with new interviews of bobby kennedy's close friends and colleagues i just thought this sounded 
It does interesting. sound interesting. Has there I, ever been any alternate fiction of whether uh, what would have happened if Bobby Kennedy hadn't been assassinated and became not president? That, not that I know of, but right. uh, maybe we need to be. write that one. There's probably a book. There's probably books somewhere. I've never yeah. seen any uh, films or TV series with that. Mm-hmm. So April twenty seventh. Okay, that's soon. Steven Spielberg revealed at the Empire Awards that Lucasfilm's Indiana Jones five. Filming will begin in the UK in April 2019. Release date is set for July 20th, 2020. This will make Harrison Ford 76 when he starts filming and 77 when the film is released. And yeah, I remember people thinking he was too old when the last one came out. And that was yeah. 2007 when that would have been filming and 2008 when it came out. And he is even older now. But <laughs> yeah, he's he's still cool, though. He is. I don't know what to say. He's so I don't, cool. I don't think he should be doing as many of the stunts. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta keep that leg or ankle or whatever uh, safe. Yep. Um, is Shia LaBeouf gonna be in this? I don't think so. Why not? I think for a little while there was talk about him being in the next one. But he also went on some... I remember, I don't know, when Can one of the Transformers was coming out or after the third transformer came out maybe he went on like this big rant about how indiana jones 4 wasn't that good and he he like went and trashed a bunch of his films he like consistently would do that so i don't know if that burned bridges or if was just it a because rant? i thought it was just like a couple of off you know no, off the cuff rant. remarks that were you know just not very i believe the title of the article was Shia LaBeouf trashes, or uh, yeah, well, what, you are, what know they ones? always hype up those yeah, article know, titles to get clicks. But um, yeah, no, he do- he is a little bit um not level headed, so I don't know. I believe it, and I I would yeah, not sure if they would want him back. But um, yeah, I remember there was like. It seemed like the movie was like setting it up for him to almost take over. A little bit, but then he like grabs the hat back at the end. He's like, "Nope, that's still mine." So, right. I don't know. We'll see. I don't. No, I don't think he's going to be in it. Hopefully, Karen Allen will be at least. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. The Hollywood Reporter has some casting news about the Tom Hardy starring Al Capone biopic Fonzo. Linda Cardellini, Matt Dillon, Kyle MacLachlan, and Catherine Narducci will be joining Hardy on the film which will begin principal photography next month in New Orleans. Cardellini will play Capone's wife, May, with Dylan set to play his closest friend, Johnny. McLaughlin will play the mobster's doctor, Carlock, and Narducci will play Rosie, one of Capone's sisters. So this, this movie sounds pretty interesting. It's not his life really as a mobster, but it's set like after he's in prison already for 10 years and he starts to like lose it um so what's what's the origin of that title what, what is i have no Sponzo? idea i, I don't mean, know there was nothing about that i was wondering obviously that myself. it reminds me of fonzie right. beyond that fonzo i don't know i guess we'll find out yeah maybe it's a nickname or something i don't know yeah according to the hollywood reporter lucas hedges will play the young version of shia labeouf in honey boy a biopic co-written by labeouf around the time he starred in the Disney Channel show Even Stevens. The script's description is, 
a child actor and his law-breaking, alcohol-abusing father attempt to mend their contentious relationship over the course of a decade. LaBeouf will play his own father in the film. Yeah, I just thought this was interesting. Um, maybe we'll get a little idea of why Shia LaBeouf is a little bit unhinged. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. What I'm not clear on, is it actually like, is it a direct biopic or is it like... Um, is he playing like somebody who's obviously supposed to be him, but isn't necessarily named Shia LaBeouf? Uh, I don't think the character's name is Shia LaBeouf, but Clearly I think it's... it's going by a, I think it said it was like an alias he used, not an alias, a, well, a pen name. Right. The script was, right? Yeah, but that's also what's listed as oh. the character's okay. name here, Otis Lort. Gotcha. Which was his, like, the pen name he used to script it. So it's definitely about him, right. his own life. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. Sounds interesting. This guy who's going to play him, he was in Lady Bird. He played the, the first boyfriend who was gay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I saw he was in Manchester by the Sea as well, right? We yeah, we didn't that see yet. that. And three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Okay, well. Spending some good things. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably going to be interesting. He's a weird guy. Yes, <laughs> The Rap reports Sir Ridley Scott is in talks to direct Queen and Country, the spy thriller based on the graphic novel by Greg Rucka. Set in the fictional British Secret Intelligence Service, Queen and Country centers on an operative named Tara Chase, a top British intelligence agent who is used as bait to draw out an international terrorist after an attack in London. I don't know anything about this source material here, the graphic novel, but um, anything Ridley Scott is doing is usually interesting. Has anything come to streaming services this week? Just a few things. Uh, Netflix got season three of Pocoyo. Amazon got There Will Be Blood. HBO got The Beguiled. Stars got Miss Potter. And a few things are out on DVD and Blu-ray. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Pitch Perfect 3D, Downsizing. Archer Season 8, Small Town Crime, and The Vanishing of Sydney Hall. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Ain't the dog, Daily Show. Thank you.